0: Welcome to Reality Roots podcast with me, your host Hillary. How is everyone this week? I hope everyone is enjoying the spring weather. I know it's bright and sunny where I am, so I'm getting a lot more sunburns <laughs> as a result. I get, I don't know, I don't really get like sunburns. I get this weird like uh, allergic reaction to the sun. And it kind of wears off as summer goes on, but it's always pretty bad in spring. So, I don't know. I'm having a hard time. I'm wearing sunscreen. Oh, what are you gonna do? (laughs) It's fine. It could be worse. It's not like a real burn. It just goes away after a day. But, anyway, enough about me. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) Uh, Like I said, I hope everyone's good. I am so excited this week about this episode. It was amazing. It was a Home Run, Jerry Springer, 1998. Oh, wow, 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 guys. <laughs> home Wreckers Confronted. We start out with our Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> we have his old set, his old hair, some newish looking glasses. <laughs> and the same internal struggle to contain the runaway train that is his earnest little talk show gone amuck. <laughs> Jerry sets us up very well. Very handsome as always. He's just wearing a suit. His outfit is never really... It's not about the outfit with Jerry. Jerry is substance, not fashion. Jerry sets us up by telling us that this episode is about guests who are hurt and angry because their relationships are being ruined, and they're here to confront the people they call home wreckers. Up first, we have Linda. Woo! Linda says her former best friend is trying to steal her man. We don't really... We don't really get into the best friend of it all. They seem to hate each other, (laughs) spoiler alert, if you say so. Linda looks like a bad version of Jennifer Coolidge, (laughs) aka Stifler's mom, or I don't know her name, but she's in Legally... well, I mean, listen. She's rad, okay? Jennifer Coolidge is fucking rad. If you don't know her, she's in more than one thing, but she's also in Legally Blonde. She's like the bend and snap nails lady. Her hair is in an up deal with like a swoopy bang, but I don't, it's not the hairstyle. It's that it looks so, so, so fried. It's I think it's a light brown dye over a blonde dye. It looks kind of patchy. Her eyebrows are drawn on way too dark. She has that dark lip liner and frosty lipstick. I remember seeing that in that uh, Jenny Jones. <laughs> Me and my mom play guys together. So that was obviously a 98 look. Luke. Luke. Uh, Heavy eyeliner, heavy blush, long, it's like a long black scooped neck dress with like a long sleeve, which was unusual. I noticed, (laughs) okay, Jerry's at this point has set, like I said, it's not the, I don't know, green sewer thing with the (laughs) uh, manually powered fan, (laughs) wall fan. It is kind of beige like it's more I feel like he only ever had the two sets, but this is set one. It's beige. I think there's like a green stripe across it kind of, maybe a couple of green stripes. There's a lot of beige and basically every guest that we're going to meet is wearing beige. <laughs> maybe slightly different shades of beige. What of beige of beige. One guy has kind of like a plaid beige and white but get ready to hear the word beige a lot because (laughs) it was all over the screen but Linda is one of I think two people not wearing beige she's wearing black Linda starts off by mumbling super fast I don't know why they put her up (laughs) she wasn't a great lead the other girl was more explosive she starts mumbling super fast. She's got this smug look on her face. And she's like, I'm here to confront her, to tell her to stay out of my life because she's trying to take my man from me. claim she's pregnant by him, but I don't believe it's his baby. <laughs> cool. cool. Uh, his name is Lonnie. And they've been together five months. <laughs> they clarify. Oh, it's so lame. He's like, She's like, five months, going on six, and <laughs> Jerry's like, five months, and she's like, yeah, going on six, <laughs> which is so redundant <laughs> to just say you're always five months going on six. You're not paused at five months, obviously. The other woman's name is Loretta. <laughs> like I said, she's pretty explosive. Here she comes with flowers, a bouquet of flowers she, I guess for Lonnie, I would, uh, I was find it weird. I don't know. I don't know a lot of women that get men flowers, but I don't know. Equal opportunity. Guys, if you want flowers, uh, let your woman know. I, I guess I'm not against it. I just, I, it seems unusual. Loretta gets, Loretta's a Loretta. She's also, she's in beige. She's our first beige she gets immediately right up in Linda's face yelling at her. And then <laughs> this, oh, it was so fun to watch because every time it was like, oh shit, every time something like this happens, she gets right up in Linda's face and Linda shoved her like pretty hard with both hands in the chest, both sides of her chest, shoved her away from her and they get into a full scrap. Linda does have a real stink face about her. Loretta is also kind of like, um, mm, on the frumpier side, I guess. Now, at first, I as I was watching, this was wild. This this episode. The reason I'm so excited to talk about it is that it it was unhinged. And when I tried to think back on it, to be honest, coming into this, I was like, I remember that it was wild, but I I can't really remember why. It just like it just happened. And there was so much, but. As I'm going through it, I'm like, oh yeah, this was batshit crazy. I, I'm watching it, and I, I thought I counted. I was like, how many people are on stage right now? To contain two women, <laughs> only two people on stage. And I swear to God, I counted maybe like eight to ten, PAs slash bouncers slash general staff all on the stage. Steve Wilkos was there. He's now fully bald. Not so. I got. Um. When was that last one that I did? like 1996 I think so that's a pretty tight timeline <laughs> must be recently bald. all of them trying to contain Loretta I was like Loretta must be a wildcat and then when I, I kind of caught a couple of things and I was like wait what <laughs> I had to like instant replay go back okay Loretta is yelling at Linda Linda shoves Loretta in the chest like I said pretty hard Loretta throws hands, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, three to five women in the front row jump out of their seats, and they all jump Loretta. I have no idea why. Like, Loretta hasn't even spoken yet. Like, she just came out, started scrapping with Linda, and then got jumped by, like, it was so coordinated. Like, they all got up at the same time. One of them has a shoe out, there's hair being pulled, I noticed it looked even like some of the bouncers, like Steve Wilkos I think was pulling someone's hair to restrain them, people throwing hands, I was like, Ricky would never, <laughs> like, remember Ricky like got so mad when people got into a much smaller scraps, this was, it was insanity, I have no idea, Everyone's a like, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Also, okay, Steve Wilkos, I just want you to know, he's wearing a... <laughs> I guess they don't have uniforms at this point, and it must be before... Because I always picture Steve Wilkos in kind of his, like from his show, his classic bowling button-up shirt. But here he's wearing, like, a black sweater with a big stripe across the chest and jeans. Like, the bouncers don't even match. <laughs> it's like, Jerry, you could get them some uniforms. I know now they have uniforms, but I, I, didn't we say, or, or were we going to say, I think at some point, that we are, like, seven years into the show, and I feel like you just could have put some thought and money into uniforms <laughs> for your bouncers before now. Maybe the bouncers are newer than I'm kind of giving it credit for. Because Steve Wilkos doesn't even seem like it's a thing. Like, eventually people get into Steve Wilkos, or, like, audience members are like, Steve, like, and then that's obviously why he got kind of his own show. So, yeah, sorry, I got sidetracked. (laughs) But Steve's fashion choices, it was a weird look. He weirdly looks better in the bowling shirts? That can't be right. I don't know, the sweater wasn't it. Linda's basically chilling. <laughs> She's on stage, like, okay, well, I was getting attacked, and now I'm cool. So all of these audience members get kicked out, walked out of the studio and off stage. Jerry's kind of watching on solemnly. Kind of, he actually was kind of biting his lip, and audience, I, not in a weird way, and I think in like a nervous way. I don't know. I wonder what that says about. Jerry's thoughts in that moment. The audience loves it. <laughs> like the ones who are left. Jerry says, I knew something was wrong. They didn't laugh at my jokes during the warm-up. Huh. I have no idea who they were. <laughs> that was bizarre. I We never get an explanation or anything. I want to know who they were. What the... Fuck, that, was, that just came out of nowhere. It was... It was a sight to behold. I noticed that the third chair, like the empty one, is next to Loretta. I wonder what thought process went behind that. Jerry kind of brings us back to task after that wild entrance. <laughs> he asks Loretta if she's interfering in Linda and Lonnie's relationship. Loretta <laughs> says, "Well, well." First of all, me and Lonnie was together. We was supposed to get married. We still supposed to get married. And moving out town while he telling her he gonna do that with her, which is a fucking lie. She gonna try to take him from me, but she ain't got it. He came to me. I got his fucking baby. <laughs> Firstborn. <laughs> and they bleep the fucking spot. I know I could see. I can read your lips. Jerry scolds their language. (laughs) He tries to kind of, for a moment, he's like, okay, let me see if I can translate that. Jerry has a hard time controlling these guys. (laughs) Pretty much the whole way through. Linda just yells over top. She's like, who he living with? Who he living with? It's Linda. He lives with Linda, I guess. There's like a lot of heavy accented back and forth that I couldn't all make out. And then all of a sudden they're like, Here's Lori. <laughs> Who's Lori? <laughs> it's like, you haven't introduced her at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> Here's Lori. Who, okay, no setup at all. Lori runs out and attacks Linda too. Poor Linda. <laughs> <It's just> the <laughs> last two people that came out on stage just ran right for her. Lori pulls her hair. And that, to me, seems like the hardest part of being a bouncer is probably extracting the hair, pulling fingers from the hair. <laughs> that's a real, like, you can take people out of hold. I don't know, you can hold people, whatever, but, like, that's tricky. <laughs> that would be tricky. So, the fight broken up, but Lori is, like, screaming obscenities, and a PA actually steps in with, like, a, oh, Hey! Hey! <laughs> Steve Wilkos is there and he's telling her to calm down. A PA tells her to talk to Jerry. He's like, Listen, just talk to Jerry. She's, <laughs> she's sitting down, but she's behind him, mostly him. But she, like Steve and another guy are also there, but they're kind of on the other two sides of her. So we really kids here. He's like, Talk to Jerry. And she's like, Hi, Jerry. And <laughs> she only sees a little hand poking out from behind Steve Wilkos. <laughs> <laughs> Lori's all What's up, Jerry? Lori turns to Linda and starts starts. This is where she starts. She says, Bitch, I'll blow your house up. <laughs> Lori No, with the terroristic threats, you cannot <laughs> guess this was feel like even pre 9-11 you couldn't say bitch I'll blow your house up on TV (laughs) a crime that's I'm pretty sure that's a crime I'm not a cop but that sounds like a criminal type of threat Uh, there's a lot of bleeped out obscenities you can't hear anything and then (laughs) kind of jump back in Lori's like herpes 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 (laughs) screaming. Linda's like, well, if I got it, you got it too. (laughs) It's like, well, that's valid. (laughs) Sounds valid. Linda's hair got all messed up Mm. it got pulled out of the up and do. And we can see she has kind of a rusty red color bra now because her clothes are also disheveled. Jerry kicks her out. He's like, we don't even... Uh, did we even find out who Lori was? That was wild. Here comes Lori. She comes out, attacks Linda, <laughs> threatens to blow her house up, <laughs> screams obscenities, <laughs> and gets kicked out by Cherry. <laughs> no idea who that was. <laughs> and Jerry's like... Jerry personally is like, get her out of here. Get her out. I want her out. I guess before she goes, I'm just going to take a minute to go through a couple outfits. So Lori's outfit was she had long black hair, striped like flowy pants, kind of like Beetlejuice pants, and a beige shirt. Of course, beige. Uh, it wasn't cute. While we're here, Loretta is in kind of a khaki brown. Like it's still, it's like a dark beige khaki brown Button up top, pants, also an updo, but only blonde eye. Kind of a similar look, I guess, but she hasn't gone for the brown. And yeah, she's a bit frumpy, I think I said that. Linda reiterates, after Lori's gone, whoever the fuck she was, and we come, like, just settle down a little bit, Linda just reiterates for us that if she has herpes, so does Lonnie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not really a strong denial of having herpes but <laughs> a fair point nonetheless commercial I tried to kind of write down the theme because I remember I tried to sing it last time do 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 I really feel like that's Ricky's maybe they have the same music I don't know I don't know guys. I'll try again, maybe. I think I'm gonna do another Jerry like I think I'm gonna do four in a row, Jerry, and just to mark his passing. I haven't even told you guys yet about the end of the guys <laughs> at the end. Jerry's final thought is so meta. It's like meta before <laughs> Meta before meta was a thing. It's <laughs> I almost wanted to I, I I almost would want to redo the trailer for reality roots. And just read out this final thought. Or even record them. (laughs) I'm probably not allowed to record it and just use that as a trailer. But it really hit the nail on the head. Can't wait. So Loretta says that her and Lonnie have been together for two years. And then they broke up and he went to Linda because he had nowhere else to go. And then he thought it through and he was like, no, I want to be with Loretta. And now she's three months pregnant. Okay, that was a lot of physical fighting for a woman who is three months pregnant. Linda, she chirps, I don't know, she chirps about a house and jobs, and Loretta says, at least I ain't living on no welfare check with a sassy lateral back and forth. Oh, sorry, that was Loretta. Was, at least I ain't living on no welfare check with a sassy, like, <laughs> I know it's what it's If you could see me, you'd know what I meant. It was very 90s. It was that sassy lateral back and forth head move. (laughs) Just isolating your head back and forth. Very sassy. They're chirping back and forth. And Jerry is having a hard time jumping in. (laughs) And finally he finds just a quick breath to ask them both if Lonnie tells them that he loves you. And Loretta says, yes, he do. And Linda says yes. Also, he tells her he loves her. And Jerry points out that maybe they should be mad at Lonnie then and not each other. Fair point. Jerry then doubles down on that point and says, "Uh, here's the guy who's obviously playing both of you, to be honest. Here's Lonnie. (laughs) Lonnie is huge. He kind of looks... Oh, I I didn't look up his name. And I feel like I knew it at one point, too. Ernest Lee Hudson. The guy from Ghostbusters. He looks a lot like that. Very similar look. He's huge. He's so tall. (laughs) Head to toe khaki. All khaki. Thick framed glasses. And like a fat mustache. The same mustache as the guy that I've already forgotten his name from Ghostbusters. Jerry sums up the situation for us. So he's like, so you were with Loretta, then you were with Linda the last five or six months, but at some point you were still involved with Loretta because she's three months pregnant. And Lonnie says, okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no reaction. Okay. Okay. Even Jerry laughs. It's so ridiculous as a response. Like, you're all the way here. There's these two women physically fighting over you. That woman just threatened to blow up someone's house. And he's like, okay, yeah. Not even a yeah, just okay. Two letters. Lonnie explains that he's here because he has to make a choice between these two. Lonnie shouts a lot. I'm not going to shout like Lonnie because... I'm not Lonnie, okay? Lonnie shouts everything. I feel like he'd be really unpleasant to be around. He, I think he would, I think he only yells and mansplains 100% of the time. Like, I think those are are his only two gears. So Lonnie says, now, I love both of these two females, but... But let's get into the butt situation. <laughs> Which is very funny. And the audience laughs, but I don't think Lonnie gets the joke. <laughs> He's kind of keeps trying to like talk over it. Oh well, for Lonnie. Sorry, my iPad. I don't know what happened. I'm feeling old. My iPad just did something weird and I don't know how to fix it. Oh bother. <laughs> Lon- okay, so Lonnie's gonna make his choice. Sorry, Lonnie is trying to say this butt thing, but everyone's just laughing because he said, let's get into the butt situation. (laughs) And uh, Jerry says, oh, that might be part of the problem. (laughs) Great dad joke, Jerry. Lonnie says Loretta had more than an opportunity because she failed to realize one most important thing. What a word salad is that? I did not walk out the house. I did not leave you. I did not move out. <laughs> Laura Loretta says, yeah, because you were sleeping with her when we was together. <laughs> Lonnie says, no, he wants to get this all presented properly. He doesn't like to let these women speak a lot. He says, one, oh, one, had you been a young lady like I explained to you, end quote. <laughs> okay end quote, when did we start, quote, how would I, ex-? and it's, it's just, it's so offensive, I feel like Jerry makes like a, like a he kind of faints like there is an explosion just happened on the stage, he's like, wow, 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 yikes, had you been a young lady, like I explained to you, end quote, Lonnie said, you said you love me Loretta said, just like you say you love me you love me you love me (laughs) he's repeating it Lonnie says if you love something, darling from the heart, you don't just walk away from it (laughs) the audience cheers and Jerry gives a, you go boyfriend (laughs) which is a really great 1998 joke Had to be there, but if you were, that's amazing. Lonnie says, Check this out. And Jerry's like, What? (laughs) He says, I sat back and I gave every opportunity in the world that you can love a person. Let me show you what love is about with Loretta. He complains that she constantly is like calling him. Starting five minutes when he leaves the house. He just explains that in a bunch of different ways. Many times. Jerry says, well, if that's the case, then why are you having a baby with her? And Lonnie says, "Now, That's a very interesting question. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Everyone laughs. <laughs> Again, including Jerry. Uh, he says, Jerry, I'm going to answer that question. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Lonnie uses a lot of words that are bigger than he (laughs) can mm, apply correctly. He explains that they broke up and went their separate ways. And then there's like a bunch of fighting. I don't know. They get back into fighting again. Lonnie's like, when you get a job, I make $72 a day. What do you make? Nothing. Nothing can't pay bills. Nothing can't take care of your children, and Loretta's just yelling back. So what? So what? So what? So what? Lonnie says you got a newborn coming. If you ain't got no fi- finance, you ain't got shit. <laughs> you got your mama's house. You got your big ass sisters and want to run around like they van dam <laughs> That was that was the funniest thing Lonnie says. He. I guess I was just, I guess that was her sister then Lori. So does that mean Loretta's sister's name is Lori? That sounds problematic. That's like Leah from Teen Mom named her kids. What was it? A and Allie. <laughs> I feel like you they just don't they didn't think it through. Loretta and Lori. Alright. Jerry is watching this exchange like he looks like he's trying to jump into a double dutch jump rope situation (laughs) he's trying to like get the timing right like catch the beat (laughs) catch the silences you know to try to get in and then he cuts in he's like who do you want to be with and Lonnie's like I'll be honest with you and Jerry's like no don't (laughs) which I might use uh, it gets a laugh. Lonnie says, when I leave, when I leave this show today, I'm gonna leave here with Linda. <laughs> he walks over to Linda. He has not spoken to Linda since he's been on stage. We haven't said jack shit about Lonnie and Linda, <laughs> but that's the Winnipeg. So he's going to be with Linda and Linda fist pumps in a victory celebration <laughs> before we go to commercial. Up next, Sherry. Sherry calls her boyfriend's wife a homewrecker. What's with that? (laughs) Sherry's hair looks like her bangs are half grown out. And she's tried to like blow them up and back. And it has a bit of a slight mullet vibe. It's not... It doesn't really complement her face. Her face looks so weird. It, it's not just the hair. I, <laughs> Later in the episode, for a great reason, I noticed that it's her nose. Her nose, okay, i want to talk. My nose is huge. But her nose <laughs> is really big. And it's really long. And it makes her face look super long and stretched out. But also, her cheekbones are set pretty wide. And she kind of sits back a bit, which is giving her that extra chin or two. She, oh, now that I'm kind of describing it and thinking about it in my head, it kind of gives me like a donkey vibe. Your realness. Sherry's wearing a tan suede suit, also known as beige, with a white cami underneath it. Now Sherry says her and her boyfriend have been together a year, and the ex is a psychotic bitch. Basically, <laughs> she busted my car windows. She threatened to bust my house windows. I have two children inside. And then some random audience member with no mic, we can like barely hear it. The first time I watched it, I couldn't hear it, and the second time I had the vo- like I had my headphones in, and I could hear it and he said tell her that when she comes out and sherry's like i will it's, it seems really weird jerry scolds them kind of he's like like the audience member he's like we can't hear you if you don't have a mic dipshit he doesn't say dipshit but his tone says dipshit sherry goes on she says she's she's like she cut his face she tried to stab him with a knife in the back of the head. I would have st- I feel like you buried the lead there, Sherry. You should have opened with that. Jerry asks, Why don't they get a divorce? And Sherry says they are getting a divorce, even though she still she still tells her kids we never get to find out what she still tells her kids because another random unmiked audience member just starts yelling. <laughs> and Jerry's like, Who are you? And she says Tanya. Jerry says, Who's Tanya? Tanya says, Sandy's sister. No, Tanya has terrible bangs. Maybe that's why she's not allowed on stage with everybody. I think it's because there's too many people on that side of the fight, but also I think she decided to grow her bangs out like three days ago. Three days ago, she should have gone to get her bangs cut, and she's like, You know what? I think I'm going to grow them out. (laughs) And, uh, It's not, I mean, it happens. Listen, it happens to the best of us. It's just not cute. Terry is contesting Sandy's divorce and won't give it to her. That's what Tanya tells us. Sherry, in this vicious voice, says, he's contesting custody of the children. Go on to your other sister. And Tanya says, you want Terry, so you're going to try to get my sister's kids. And Sherry's like, I don't have to try to get Terry. I got Terry. I thought that was fair because here's here's the thing. What? Well, yeah, she's with she's already with him. Like, it's not like he doesn't know her. And she's trying to get. She's. It's <laughs> the way to get a guy is usually to get custody of his kids. <laughs> I'm say. Probably 99% of the time. <laughs> roughly. They yell back and forth. And then Jerry tells Tanya to sit down. And he, <laughs> he love Jerry. He's like, you're not on the show. Sit down. <laughs> and a PA... She keeps yelling. A PA off stage yells at her to pipe down. Jerry... <laughs> Jerry... I, he might be thrown off. <laughs> I don't know... But he's like, let's bring out, and he fully stares at the cue card for cue card for about six seconds. He's like, let's bring out, uh, the wife of your boyfriend, Sandy. <laughs> the pause was like he looked up and said, "Sandy, I'm pretty sure there was a PA just off stage mouthing it to him <laughs> when he looked up from the card because he couldn't find it on whatever card he was looking at." Sandy comes out, she gets right in Sherry's face, goes straight for the hair. Loretta and Linda slash Lonnie are still on stage, by the way. This was weird. I this We definitely dropped this habit when we got the new stage, for sure. Loretta and Linda and Lonnie are on stage this whole time in, I don't know, like, counter-height chairs, like, Taller chairs than the guests that we're currently talking to. They're sitting behind the guests that we're currently talking to on opposite sides of the stage. And they have to keep moving their chairs every time a fight breaks out on their part. (laughs) I don't know, and then they kind of like, I don't know, they just get out of the way. We don't, they're not the main part of the fight, I guess. (laughs) That must be the most annoying part of going first. I would not want to go first. Just for that reason. Steve and some other striped shirt guys break it up. They tell him to relax and stay in their chairs. Jerry shushes that first random audience guy again. He's sitting next to Tanya. And at this point I thought to myself, I me thinks they might be married or related somehow. Because he seems... He seems invested in this. Jerry reminds them that they're not on the show. <laughs> he does it like this. He says, shush, you're not on the show. Shh, shh. They're yelling back and forth about the kids. Sherry's <laughs> to Sandy again. She's like, who brought the kids to see you in jail? I did. Jerry's like, okay, what's going on here? Sherry says she gave her kids to her sister, uh, Jerry asks like, oh, you, like while she went to jail Jerry <laughs> doesn't really answer that she just says to keep me and Terry from having them she says they don't need their dad now I don't like that I don't know Terry though is the thing but general practice you yeah they should obviously go to their dad over an aunt but I don't know any of the I don't know any of the specifics so I don't know Jerry confirms with Sandy that they've been broken up for a little over a year... And they're getting a divorce. And, yeah, she's like, yeah. So, Jerry is like, okay, well, so what's wrong with him moving on then? And being happy with Sherry. (laughs) Sandy is like, I left him. He's the one that's always asking about me. Sherry says he left Sandy when he... or Well, (laughs) sorry, she says... He left you when he caught you in bed with a neighbor. Sandy's mother disagrees. I guess <laughs> here comes Sandy's mother, Brenda. Brenda is a Brenda. She's the other person in black, so she's not she's not a tan here or a beige. She has short, kind of long. Obviously, probably dyed blonde hair, bit of a Sylvia Brown look and a Sylvia Brown physique. Brenda goes straight after Sherry. <laughs> Brenda's fucked. Sherry says, "I better respect. I respect my elders, so you better back her up." Brenda. I don't know. She's shouting about Sherry lying Brenda says he's contesting the divorce and won't give it to her, and that Sherry is obsessed with Brenda's grandkids. Brenda's got her finger up, like, like, wagging waving it, waving it around. Sherry is arguing that if they can't be with their mother, then they should, which they should be with their father, which, like I said, without knowing the specifics, I agree with. Brenda says, bitch, you better shut up or I'ma go in your mouth and go to jail. <laughs> okay, you ain't messing with her, you're messing with big mama now. And Jerry throws to commercial now, letting us know that when we come back, we'll meet Big Mama's (laughs) son-in-law. When we get back from commercial, Jerry leads us back in, (laughs) and he starts with Sherry and her boyfriend, Terry, and that was the moment where I was like, oh no, (laughs) Sherry and Terry. I didn't even clue into that until this point. Sherry and Terry, that is unfortunate. Brenda stands up and starts walking to... It's so performative, like, <laughs> of all the things. And Sherry's not even done talking. He's just like, Sherry and her boyfriend, Terry. Brenda stands up and starts walking towards Sherry like she might throw hands. As And as she's walking, she says, Excuse me, she has a boyfriend, and she has a baby, and she has a baby by this guy, but she had... Mm, and then in a kind of quieter voice, she says, come on, bitch. It was all a ruse. In comes Sandy from stage left like a fucking bullet. Right past the bodyguards who were keeping their eyes on Linda. <laughs> Tricked you, Steve Olkos. She goes straight for Sherry, straight for that long blonde fried crunchy ass looking hair. Brenda keeps trying to go for Sherry even after the fight is broken up. She keeps lunging, (laughs) she gets stopped, she yells, I'm gonna get that bitch, (laughs) when I get to you, you gonna know you've been had. Brenda also yells at Steve, get off me. Jerry gets in some words to try to, uh, you know, wrangle this, sum up the situation again, and then here comes Terry. Terry... Is very small. <laughs> he can't possibly be more than five foot four. He is about two-thirds the size of Lonnie, who he is very unfortunately sitting directly in front of. And again, Lonnie is on a counter-height <laughs> uh, chair. <laughs> Terry is on a regular-sized chair. Very unfortunate. Terry is immediately attacked by Sandy. <laughs> Sherry steps in and gets a hold of Sandy's hair, suddenly, out of nowhere, again, had to rewind this to figure out what the hell happened. Suddenly, Tanya and her husband fly into the scene, out of nowhere, going after Sherry and Terry. Sandy's got a chunk of, Sher- of Sherry's hair in her hand, so I'm guessing that shitty fried blonde looking shit must be extensions. Tanya's husband is ex- is. A- escorted, <laughs> is escorted out of the studio by Steve. Someone, I don't know, somebody off camera says, did they take your dad? So I'm guessing he was Tanya and Sandy's dad, not Tanya's husband. He did look a little old to be her husband. Terry has reddish brown hair in a terrible haircut. It's kind of a, it's a bit of a mullet, but it looks very wiggy. His bangs are too short. That's the thing. It's like a lot of volume on top with really short bangs and kind of a skinny mustache. And then again, he's got khaki shirt, khaki pants. <laughs> just the effect, like, because of the color of his hair and his skin and his outfit, it just looked a bit monochrome <laughs> to me somehow. Terry confirms for Jerry that Sandy's interfering with him and Cherry. Sandy says he's lying she's yelling about him calling her and her sister asking to see the kids more I think but I can't really hear it Terry says every time I go to see the kids her ass is always there and Brenda says you want her there punk I couldn't help but think like well yeah like if the kids are young obviously he's they're with their mom like you can't just leave them like okay your dad's gonna come over in five minutes so I'm just gonna leave you in the house (laughs) five-year-old no obviously obviously she's gonna have to be there I don't okay uh more fighting audience I think they start chanting drama I couldn't I don't know I could just heard drama 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 I think youtube captions are no help so i don't know i you get what she gets he gets drama this week okay i don't know that's what it sounded like to me brenda (laughs) says nothing on earth scares me little sawed off bastard (laughs) i don't know what even really that means i guess it's about him being short sawed off (laughs) i haven't heard that before More yelling, more fighting. Jerry says we'll take a break and hopefully talk them into keeping the peace. See, this is why I was afraid that I wouldn't have enough to talk about is because there was a lot of fighting. But then when I started taking notes, I ended up spending two hours because there were a lot of little details between the fights. And those, the two times in this episode, people from the audience like jumped people on stage which I've never even seen happen once before <laughs> that happened we got it twice so I mean I don't know there's definitely enough here I think I mean obviously I'm kind of into it at this point I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's uh not too short never too short I don't know why I would ever worry about that we go to a commercial Cherry says going into it. He's like, well, we'll take a break and hopefully talk them into keeping the peace. When we get back from commercial, Jerry sums up again, asks Sandy if she's moved on. Sorry, I wrote that a bunch of times just because he he keeps summing it up. It's like he only ever has time to sum up the situation again, but, I mean, yeah, (laughs) we got Sherry and Terry, Terry's ex-Sandy, Sandy's mom... Linda, and then Tanya. <laughs> who's Tanya? <laughs> Tanya. Who's Tanya? And her dad slash husband, <laughs> but they're gone now. Or no, one of them stayed. I think Tanya got to stay. I think it was. I think just the fiance got kicked out after that fight. Maybe we're not there yet. Anyway. I'm pretty sure it was the jumping them on stage that was the problem, though. Well, we'll see if it happens again later in my notes, but I'm <laughs> pretty sure it happened there. So, Jerry sums up again, asks asks Sandy if she's moved on, and does she have a new boyfriend, which we already mentioned, and I'm sure it's on his cue card. Sandy says, yes, and I have a fiancé. <laughs> Jerry's, like, fiancé? And Like, you mean, like, after the divorce goes through? <laughs> She's like, it will soon. Let's meet her boyfriend, fiance, Ronnie. Ronnie comes out and starts threatening Terry. Ronnie is, I'm guessing, an army boy. Probably, I don't know, Texas, maybe? He's got a brush cut <laughs> and also tan <laughs> outfit. It's like a paler tan. He's the one with the plaid and weight tan or sorry, plaid tan and white shirt on top and then tan on the bottom. And he's not as tall as Lonnie, but he's definitely way bigger than Terry. I I don't know how it's hard to it's hard to judge people. Like I'm gonna guess that okay. Terry is five four and oh, what's his name? Ronnie is probably six four and Lonnie is like six eight (laughs) that is my estimation guesstimation if you will with no banana for scale that's the best I got uh yeah Ronnie the brush cut too is like a brush brush cut (laughs) that's the definition of brush cut so he comes out and he's like kind of puffing his chest up he's like you want to come after a man boy I kind of, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, American listeners, but he ended a lot of sentences with boy, and it made me think maybe he was from Texas. It gave me like a Texas impression, but I have no idea if that's correct or not. And then, I don't know, it didn't really make sense. He's like, Ain't nothing woman about this. It's just, I don't know what that was. Jerry breaks up the tension. He's like, Come on, don't break the chairs. We don't have a lot of them. We'll run out. Which <laughs> kind of. It broke the tent, it did what it needed to do, it was a bit funny, Jerry tries to calm the whole stitch down, Ronnie says he's going to be with Sandy, that Terry and Sherry are going to butt out of their life, Terry claps back a bit, and Ronnie stands up and walks over shouting something, and he throws an actual, factual punch at Terry's head, that Terry luckily ducks because if that would have connected, I think it would have been lights out for Terry. There's more fighting. There's more bouncers. Once they get Ronnie away, Sandy's trying to kiss Ronnie, which was a weird moment for kiss. She said, come here, kiss me, baby. Okay. Brenda says, you brought us on this honey. I guess to Terry and Sherry, you brought us on this honey. Like it's Terry's fault that Ronnie just threw a punch at his head. Uh, we didn't bring you. (laughs) Ronnie says, and we brought every bit of it. Yeah. And he gives like a double bicep flex. (laughs) Ronnie's a fucking meathead. He says, I'll beat your bitch ass. Jerry like, okay, first of all, you are 200-something pounds. You shouldn't be fighting with him in the first place. <laughs> and then Ronnie's like, he shouldn't be attacking women, neither. And Terry says he never hit women. And that's, I don't, I have no idea. That's what's like, you get, you look at these messy divorces and you're like, I we're not going to know in an hour who the good person is. Or, like, I didn't want to say good guy. Like, who is right? Probably neither of them. And nothing that we could ever determine in... I always have an hour, but actually it's 40 minutes, right? After commercials. So, I I have no idea if Terry's a good person or not. I don't know if his kids should be with him. It's like, I have no... What information do we have about Terry? He looks like a thumb... With a mustache and a wig. (laughs) He used to be married. And now he has. A new girlfriend. Like it's just not enough information. To make a moral judgment. On anyone's character. Jerry asks Sandy. If. He. If she ever loved him. And like Terry. And Sandy says no. To be honest. And Jerry's like no lie. (laughs) He's like. That was the same joke. Jerry, I see you. You used the same joke twice. He's like, no, go, go ahead, go ahead. And he's like, I did love him, but it ended when I found out he started sleeping around with people that I work with. And Terry's like, when did you work? <laughs> and Brenda's like, more than you did. And now Brenda comes over for a scrap and more fighting. Brenda says, I'll get you outside, you little weasel. More fighting. <laughs> Brenda says, "I've been waiting for you, long-nosed bitch." <laughs> like, okay, Well, that that verbal blow did kind of connect. <laughs> More fighting. Jerry's like they just can't get. They just can't not fight. Like this group, once they're all on stage and like Ronnie's there and Ted's, they just can't get through any kind of conversation. Ronnie, or Jerry says, well, let's try this. Let's see if I can ask a question and no one leave their seats for 10 seconds. (laughs) Everyone cheers. And Jerry says, I'll tell you, you both want custody, but I'll tell you what, if a judge looks at this tape and sees everyone going after each other, they're going to take the kids away from everyone. And that was a very heartfelt and valid point. Uh, we're gonna go, and he says, We're gonna go to commercial, and when we come back, we'll have questions from the audience. But you gotta stop the fighting, okay? <laughs> Even Jerry has his line. He's not as strict as Ricky, but don't fuck with Jerry, guys. When we come back, we have questions from the audience. The first one says, To Sandy, why can't you just be happy in your new relationship? <sighs> Sandy, I don't know, who cares? Sandy says, I don't mess with him. He's the one always calling me, blah, blah, blah. the audience member is like but it looks like your mom and everybody in your family is attacking you and then your friends and family are attacking them for no reason and then Brenda jabbers on about some texts from where we live (laughs) she says you don't know about some texts from where we live (laughs) texts are kind of you know an international or maybe not international but not a localized event but we don't know about these texts, so who knows? <laughs> Sherry <laughs> says. That, okay, honestly, even. Okay, what Sherry. The thing is, is that what Sherry and Terry do say mostly seems reasonable, I would say. I feel like Terry said one thing that. Like, oh, when he was like, You're always there when I have to go pick her up. That was the one unreasonable thing that Terry says. Unless and, Unless if they are at her sister's and then she's like going to visit her sister when he's going to be there. And if that's the case. Terry is nothing but reasonable <laughs> through this whole thing, but I don't like. I said we don't really know him uh, closely, so these texts. And Sherry's in response to that says, "Because you tried to snatch me out my car while I was pregnant." <laughs> then Brenda says, "Because you were kidnapping my ch- grandchildren." Now Sherry disagrees with this uh, interpretation of events and. Uh, like I said, I don't know. I don't. Brenda's acting like a real fucking Brenda. So I feel like Sherry, there's a good possibility Sherry was just driving around her boyfriend's kids and stopped at a stoplight, and Brenda had the opportunity to see her and snatch her out of her car. Brenda shouts about how Sherry. This is where the story did, it just broke down. I don't know what this means. She shows about how Sherry was on the hood of the car and, quote, he told you if you move one inch, I will kill you. And the first time I watched it, I just heard her scream, I will kill you, from across the stage. And I thought she threatened her. And I was like, I get into criminal threats. <laughs> one episode is a lot, but I guess she was recounting a story. But I, is this a brag for you though, Brenda? Because it sounds like you might've swatted a pregnant lady. That's not nice. A new audience member says to Loretta, okay, so you've been broken up five months and Loretta with all the head bobs back and forth says, no, it's been six months. And the audience member is like, and you're three months pregnant. So how could it be his? And Loretta tells us that... She tells us, he came over to my house and we did our thing. (laughs) Like, yeah. Okay, yeah, they had sex. (laughs) It's not... That's how long they were dating. Like, people could be broken up and still have sex. It's kind of a stupid question. Linda claps back, and I can't understand her words, but her head bobs are twice as big as Loretta's. I wish we would have talked more to Linda because her head was all over the stage. Lonnie says that there's some guy down the street that Loretta slept with at some point. Loretta s- repeats. Loretta loves just picking one three or four word sentence and just yelling it over and over and over. <laughs> She's like, It ain't his, it's yours. It ain't his, it's yours. It ain't his, it's yours. Lonnie has another accusation, but Loretta says, you lie, you lie, you lie. I don't know what the accusation is, something stupid about cheating, I think. A new audience person says, you act, oh, they get in a big back and forth. He says, you act like you all that, but you play in both of them. And they argue back and forth quite a bit. And at some point he says, again, you act like you all that. And Lonnie's like, oh, I am all that. Again, I just feel like Lonnie would be so unpleasant. Oh, also, I wanted to mention that literally zero people on the stage are attractive. Lonnie is easily the hottest guy. And again, I think he would be so unpleasant to be near that I'm, not, I'm still giving him a zero. Because just for his personality. And audience or sorry oh the same guy that was yelling back and forth and he's like you gotta have two women you can't be all that and then Lonnie explains to us via yelling that he's like a male unicorn because good men who work are rare (laughs) I don't really think they are now Lonnie and this audience guy are like yelling back and forth at each other even louder and Lonnie ends with (laughs) a very bold statement of I'm more man than you will ever know or dream to be. (laughs) He says this to someone who he has been, he doesn't know this guy. Like he's known of this guy for, I don't know, 45 seconds max. And he says, I'm more man than you will ever know or dream to be. Wow. (laughs) The confidence. Uh, The next audience member is like, Jerry, do you have an aspirin, man? (laughs) Uh, We go to another audience person. They say, they ask Lonnie if he used a condom, and he confirms that he never used a condom with Loretta, not one time. Don't know why we needed that. A new audience member says, question for Sandy. Ooh, that's a good question. Good question. Made up for the last couple there. (laughs) They say, question for Sandy, what were you in jail for? Sandy says domestic violence. Okay. And then Sherry contributes for cutting his face in my home. Call back. (laughs) Sherry's been taking improv classes, I guess. Call back to the face cutting that she mentioned at the beginning that we didn't really talk about again. That makes sense. You would probably get a domestic charge for that. And you should. Sandy's says you want to explain to them why because he took my wedding band and put it on her finger don't wrong me honey sandy that is not a good reason for cutting his face up that is a dick move but you don't get to cut someone's face up i'm glad that you did go to jail for domestic violence that sounds appropriate uh, more yelling and more almost fighting. The last audience question is for Linda. They say, what makes you think he won't do the same to you that he did to her? And Linda says, because I know. The audience member's like, ooh. Like like how you'd say to a four-year-old. <laughs> I was trying to convince you of something like stupid. Mm. Okay. We had a commercial, and then our final thought. And like I said, this final thought... Oh, my fingers... Like I said, it took me two hours to write these notes. And my little fingers were so tired. I'd be type, 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 type. Exhausted. And then I got to this final thought, which is... Like, I transcribe it. Because I don't want to miss any of the magic. And I was like, oh god. Um, so, I hope you enjoy Jerry's final thought. He does the normal, like to the audience. Oh, also, I did wonder, I didn't suspect this on the last episode, which, like I said, was a few years earlier, but I kind of suspected that this might have been filmed separate. Like, I wonder if he kind of does this, like, oh, to the people on the stage, like, oh, I hope you all get on with your life, and I hope it works out for all of you, like, longer, but, um, that, basically, and then he turns to the camera, and he's straight on the camera, and, I wondered if it was pre-recorded. Maybe not, but that would be an easy thing to pre-record, I would think. He says, you know... well, get ready, guys. (laughs) Buckle in. You know, I'm not sure this is what Phil Donahue had in mind when he started this genre some 30 years ago. Back then, it was find a guest or two with an interesting topic, perhaps controversial... Ask some questions, let the live studio audience ask a few, maybe a caller, and there you have it. The talk show was born. But in its evolution, people seemed to want more than just talk. The draw had to be controversy. First, it was political, and when that got old, relationships became the main focus. How about some tears and tugs at the heartstrings? And suddenly that wasn't enough, so show some skin, And the subjects got racier and hotter and more controversial and suddenly more audience involvement, the tenor changing from a tennis crowd to a wrestling one. So honestly, it's not that surprising that even in the seven years since I've been doing the show, our guests more and more, more often get caught up in the moment and suddenly words aren't enough. The emotions too real and raw, the hurts too much. The anger uncontainable and, without warning, fists fly. And whatever happened to talk? It is, perhaps, the price of reality. This loss of civility as we take entertainment to the edge of real life with real people, admittedly, this is a long way from Ozzie and Harriet and The Donna Reed Show. It would be easy to conclude simply that TV has changed, but more accurate if we admitted that life itself has changed. In our domestic lives, we are far more violent than we used to be, quicker to hit than talk. And if it were only television at fault, how easy that would be to fix. But it's not just television. It's life. Jerry did you know, did Jerry know that I was going to have a podcast in 2023 and this is what we were going to be talking about? Jesus Christ. The thing is, is that I was really with him. (laughs) I was so like, I was prepared to again, read that and make it the trailer of the, of reality roots. And then, (laughs) but also at the same time, I was like, so you know what you're doing, man? Like, yeah that's that's pretty bad what you're describing and also exactly what you're doing so okay but I do agree with you and then I feel like at the end they were like steer it away from being our fault (laughs) steer it away from being a money grab and so he was like oh okay and then It comes into like, well, it's not TV's fault. It's like TV is a reflection of life and this is the evolution of talk shows and that format is a reflection of the evolution of society. Which I think is a little more... I think that's more debatable. I'm not saying that's incorrect, but I think that's more debatable than the first three quarters of that final thought. Anyway, until next time, take care of yourself and each other. He closes out. On the way out, <laughs> it was, it was very, my, my typey type fingers were so tired at the end of this. And I type for my day job too, so my fingers were pretty tired yesterday. <laughs> anyway, uh, on the way out, some of the audience members perform pre prepare Pre-prepared poems about Jerry Springer. I didn't like it. That's the other reason I didn't type type it down. I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. One girl who looks like Drew Barrymore, but when Drew Barrymore was... Not even when she's a grown-up pretending to be a teenager. Like, she looks like Josie <laughs> like, <laughs> um, When she was, like, an actual teenager or whatever from that movie. She's not... Uh, I'm sure she looks better now. She says a really embarrassing... <laughs> like a really cringy poem. And it includes a line about post-op transsexuals. And I didn't really care for it at all. <laughs> so, fuck that girl. But everyone else, until next time... Take care of yourself and each other, of course... If you have a tiny moment to rate and or review and or subscribe, I appreciate that so much. And thank you if you've already done that. Of course, you can connect with me on Facebook uh, at the Profile Reality Roots Pod. And you can connect with me on email at realityrootspod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did, and I hope you come back next week. Have a great week, guys. Okay, bye.